0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Keep an eye on that. up the top here today, though, a story we got into yesterday, and it became quite a conversation. Uh, As I mentioned to the news yesterday that the education minister uh, had weighed in on a controversial course being offered at the school in Clyde Village in Central Alberta, the Pembina Hills uh, School District, a course that was called Women's Studies. I think a lot of people objecting to how the name tied into a lot of what the course was offering, like how to do your hair, how to do your nails, how to shop online, etc. So it drew a lot of controversy. Uh, We'd reached out to the education minister, who was not available, but did put out this statement. My office spoke to representatives at uh, Pembina Hills School Division regarding the content in the women's studies course. And we informed them that all problematic or offensive components must be changed. They've assured me they will make the appropriate changes and that they are open to feedback from the public on this course. They will also be working with members from the University of Alberta's Department of Women and Gender Studies, which is a positive step. My office will be actively monitoring the situation, and I trust that Pembina Hills will make the appropriate changes necessary to this course. All right, so what was the initial point of the course, the objective and goals of this course? What were the kids supposed to get from this course? And why was it named Women's Studies? Well, joining us to talk about all of this, we've reached out to David Garbutt, who is the acting superintendent. Of the Pembina Hills uh, School Division. He joins us on the line here this afternoon. David, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Oh, you're very welcome. I'm pleased to speak with you.
1: All right. Well, obviously now, look, much has been said and written about this this course. So where where do things stand right now?
2: Well, right now, what we're looking at is we're considering all the input that we received from uh, from from all of our public, right, and those that had constructive criticism. Uh, we're going to take some action, um, so we had some very good suggestions, both online and in comments to the, the newspaper article stories. We've also been contacted by a couple of uh, professors from the University of Alberta, um, and they're involved with uh, women's and gender studies. They've offered their services both around looking at uh, relevant um, activities as, as well as helping us develop on, our, on the learning outcomes for the kids.
1: Okay, well, let's go back to the beginning here. What was the initial goal and and purpose of this course? Putting aside the name and, and I guess, all all the controversy, what was the objective originally?
2: Okay, well, it it was a new option course um, at this school. It's a uh, K to nine school, so this was open to all grades six to nine students. Uh, We developed it, or the teacher looked at developing it within the uh, the curriculum guidelines set out by Alberta Education. the ultimate purpose was to help navigate students through adolescence um, regarding self-image and self-esteem, uh, a variety of activities were put in place, but you have to delve a little bit deeper into what the actual learning outcomes were around that In, in as far as being critical thinkers, um, looking at the media and, and making the proper choices.
1: Right. And I mean, those are issues that both boys and girls deal with. Now, I guess even though this this course was called Women's Studies, was it meant to be exclusively for girls?
2: Uh, absolutely not. It's it's similar to in the, at the high school level, grade 10 to 12. We offer uh, career and technology studies. We offer uh, cosmetology, food classes, fashion classes when the enrollment numbers warrant, and those are open to both male and female students, and we have another, a number of uh, boys who do enroll in those
1: classes. Well, why would it be called Women's Studies, and why, why would uh, uh, a male student enroll in a course that, that's called that? It sounds as though it's, it's exclusively for girls.
2: Well, I'm, you know, I'm not completely familiar with where the name came from. I think it may had to do with, uh, because it was involving cosmetology, and and some foods, and they were going to be looking at women in history so the teacher thought that maybe that would be a good fit. uh... we've learned after the fact at least on my part that women's studies itself has a very different meaning in the academic world and that is uh, certainly one of the items that we've been taken to task on is that the name of this this course does not fit and we are acknowledging that and we will be replacing the name
1: Right. Now, I understand this was uh, a pilot project initially, so this was just at one school, Eleanor Hall School, correct?
2: Within our division, yes, but it is being offered at other schools in the province.
1: Under a different name and in a different form?
2: I believe it's under a different name, but the learning outcomes are very similar.
1: All right. So part of a pilot project, I guess, is to see whether something works, whether it makes sense to to expand or or to make permanence. So how long is this this pilot intended to last?
2: Uh, Mid-April is when the course will actually end, and then we'll undertake an evaluation process. And That's now going to include some of the input from the academics from the University of Alberta. We're going to seek feedback from parents and students who took the course, and of course the the, the teacher herself will be doing some uh, self-evaluation around it.
1: All right, so in terms of the the involvement of the education minister at this point, has the minister directed you to to make some changes? Has he simply voiced his concerns? What's your understanding of, of their position?
2: Uh, I have not received direction from the minister. Uh, I, some of his staff did call me and and voice that they they had some concerns, or at least they were hearing some concerns from from the public. Um, but I received no direction to take any action in
1: regards to this course. Okay. Uh, all right. But as you say, then some some changes are likely in store.
2: Yeah, we're taking the initiative, and, and with it's like with any subject that we offer. We have an Alberta curriculum. We design activities around those learning outcomes, and we tend to alter those those courses year by year and improve, improve upon them. So this is this is very similar.
1: All right. Well, David, we'll leave it there. I appreciate you making some time for us here this afternoon. Thanks for the update.
2: You bet. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.
1: Okay. There you go. That's David Garbutt. He is the acting superintendent of Pembina Hills Public School. So trying try to address what maybe this course was supposed to be about. Not sure why it ended up being called women's studies, as he suggested maybe it shouldn't have been called that. I think in the way that it, it emphasizes those gender stereotypes, what is the point of that? I mean at the school website it says that students will discover how self-improvement techniques can enhance their natural beauty and express confidence without overshadowing who they are. By analyzing the shape of their faces to determine which hairstyle is most flattering, assessing their body shape to choose clothing styles that are most complimentary completing an online shopping activity to identify their own personal style. So, yeah, again, and and as I said yesterday, a lot of that seems really weird and pointless when it comes to uh, any kind of class in school. And if there are issues amongst kids with self-esteem, well, that's obviously not exclusive to boys or girls. So to call the class Women's Studies then, if that's what it's about, suggests that that only matters to girls. There's no men's studies class to help boys with their self-esteem, but man, the class is for everybody, he says. It's just called that for no apparent reason. So, yeah, they should change this because it it doesn't make sense at at several levels. But, look, when we got into this yesterday, there were some who I I think were willing to defend the course. Or I got the sense that maybe some people were only willing to defend the course because others were upset about it. That maybe it was not so much a defense of the course, but maybe more of a backlash to what's perceived to be political correctness here. 403 974 is a number. We're back with more right after this. All right, here's the other thing. Now, you are David Garbage say that this course was open to all students. Well, again, going back to the website of the school board, the school board's own website describing this course, it was about how students will plan recipes, table settings, dinner music, and review dinner party etiquette and polite conversation. The girls will spend the afternoon learning about nail care and application. The girls will develop a sense of camaraderie as they go through this course. But more importantly, they will develop self-awareness and skills to cope with the challenges of being a female in today's world. Does that sound like a course that's open to all students? No, it doesn't. I'm the father of a daughter. And I would be pretty pissed off if the school board was telling her that this is what it means to be a girl. That some education bureaucrat somewhere gets to define what it means to be female and what she ought to strive for and what should matter to her. Rather than having an interest in math and science, languages, that she should be interested in dinner music and party etiquette and how to set the table. No, I'm sorry, that's not their place to do that. And frankly, a lot of that stuff has no business in schools, period. As the superintendent said, they already have courses, cosmetology, and some of these other skills. There's no problem with that, no problem at all with offering those skills as options. But the issue is this course and how it's being built. So yeah, they should change it. Uh, let's go to the phones. Jeff, welcome to the program.
3: Oh, Hi there. I say this is just about Marxists trying to maintain their monopoly on what they say a woman or woman studies or a feminist is supposed to be. I think, of course, as fine as it is, I think it's an alternative definition of what many women want to be, what many women choose to be. And quite frankly, you know, what they're promoting is, is uh, a very nice ideal of, of uh, femininity and womanhood.
1: Uh, Jeff, you're a man, it sounds like.
3: So? You make it sound like something's wrong with that too.
1: No, I don't think that's, I that's the case a at feminine
3: all. Male is a woman supposed to be a masculine woman? What's wrong with a masculine male and a feminine female? We know that these exist.
1: Sure, they do. But who are either of us to say what but, a woman should be? But,
3: but we know the university system and the school system, public system, is full of telling people that you're supposed to be supportive of masculine feminine females and feminine males but not feminine females and masculine males. Okay, so it's not the school's school's place to do that, though, is it? What's that?
1: It It, seems to me what you're saying, that it's not the school's place.
3: The schools have been doing it forever. Why isn't it the school's place? You're the one that says it's not the school's place because you don't like what they're doing in this circumstance.
1: No, but that's the difference. You do like what they're doing, so you don't mind that the school's pushing this on kids.
3: Uh, but, we, but the point is that you could go up to the, the University of Alberta or the University of Calgary and find feminist studies, women's studies courses that are pushing an agenda of what a woman's supposed to be. So why like, aren't what they are they pushing? Oh, they're, well, they're what I just said, that they think that there's something well, have wrong taken, with you taken? have you taken
1: one of these courses before? How do you know email. what they're teaching? But how do you know what they're teaching in these courses?
3: Oh, come on. It's been going on for decades.
1: Well, just give me an example of something they're teaching. I, I, I'm, I don't I think you're you up to speed on that. That,
3: that. What it basically comes down to is that they're teaching that it's right for a female to have masculine characteristics... And wrong for a female to have feminine, traditional feminine characteristics. Jeff, I don't think it's you have a clue what they're teaching for a in male these to be courses. Masculine. Who's teaching right that? For to be female.
1: Who's teaching that?
3: The University of Calvary, the University of Alberta, the public school system.
1: <laughs> not even close. I got kids in the public school system, Jeff. I can guarantee you they're not teaching that.
3: Well, I sure was exposed to enough of that in my times in public education.
1: I find that hard and, to
3: believe. And I, I question that why, why are you getting calls from angry u of a professors and stuff that don't like this course
1: i haven't heard from any uh, U of a well, professor
3: you just had this guest on claiming that there was input from u of a professors so why why are they making input what is it that upsets them about this course
1: you don't think there's university professors involved in shaping curriculum you don't think the university I absolutely professors think isn't. yeah absolutely there should so, be i've so, spoken with, you know i've spoken well, before jeff hang on hang on guys, here. I've spoken with several university professors who say, you know what, the way we're teaching kids math is terrible. The way we're teaching kids math is not setting them up for success uh, once they come out of uh, grade 12. They're not prepared for university. So, yeah, absolutely. When it comes to how we teach kids math, we should be listening to university experts on math, shouldn't we?
3: But you seem to be suggesting that they don't do this. Get, you're no, going no, back no, 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 not at all. That, I'm not going, going back, back and, and, forth. and forth. You're saying, you're saying that the universities don't have a vested interest in portraying a woman in a certain manner, and you claim claiming that this school program did that and that it's <laughs> wrong. Why don't you just admit what you're saying? You Which is like, right. You like the, the notion that women should be trained to be like men. Oh, God. You don't like a feminine female.
1: I've you got like no problem a at all with the fem-
3: female. You like <laughs> a feminine male. Yeah. Just be honest about it.
1: Yeah. Okay, nice try, Jeff. Yeah. Nice try. Thanks for the phone call. Let's see what uh, Ryan has to say. Ryan, go ahead.
4: Hey Rob, how are you? Pretty good. Good. I have a few comments. Um one I think that uh the women's study program should be integrated um into other programs that are currently out there. Um, you know, like look at women's in history, um, you know, I think that's a component of the course. Why don't you put in social studies? Yeah, I don't or know. something like that. I mean, it makes no sense. Seems um, like a
1: weird amalgamation you know, of a lot of different things.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly. I mean there's a foods program, you know, everyone's in food courses in high school, like why don 't we um why don't we teach some efficacy skills during that time um it's just it's it's not it's not very clear to me actually uh I work um within the board and um I was at of school the other day and um there's some great four students and uh all of them had trouble uh, Tie knots. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, I was in a um, classroom all day. Um, basically, I'm a float staff, so we kind of go from classroom to classroom. But okay. this particular one was working on this assignment for the whole day, the whole day I was there. Um, from the morning onwards, they're working on tying knots. And the reason why I mention this is that um, we do need to prepare our students more um, with these kind of skills. Yeah, life, of
1: life skills, right? what's that life skills we would call exactly them. yeah and mm-hmm.
4: there's a lot of life skills that we're missing
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> there's yeah, probably a hundred things a hundred things that would fall into that category we should be teaching kids before we're teaching them how to set the table for sure that's just me yeah Ryan, appreciate the phone call thanks for sharing that let's uh, get one more in here elaine welcome to the program uh
0: thanks rob for taking my call um I guess where I'm coming from is, uh, Clive being a small town, and we're talking a small town school, doesn't have the same opportunities as we have here in Calgary or any mm-hmm. other large centre where where we have the opportunities um, to take etiquette courses and or... Um, or the girls are um, able to take workshops and getting hair done and that kind of thing. I, I'm just wondering whether or not their thought was that they were just trying to do something uh, for the students out there that isn't available for them. And it was just an act of kindness and and, and,
1: and the learning of right. life skills. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and it sounds like th- that's still going to be there, right? The, I, I think they're going to end up changing the name of this course, probably adjust it somewhat. But I think some of those things that you're talking about are still going to be there. And I don't have a problem with that. And like you said, I mean, they, they have other courses. There are courses on cosmetology uh, and fashion, et cetera, that, that already exist. And nobody has a problem with those either. So... But I think you're right, Elaine. appreciate the phone call. We're right up against the top of the hour here. A lot more still to come. It's time now, though, for Great Ideas brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.